Danny J. And I'm Jill Coleman. Welcome to the Best Life Podcast. Here, we talk about everything from success, money, relationships, and entrepreneurship to productivity, honest communication, positive psychology, and how to cultivate an abundance mindset. Make money, travel the world, deepen your relationships, live full out. This is the best life. Okay, I'm just throwing you into this because I'm going to read the question on air and not give you a chance to. Wow. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) This is like those, when you get interviewed on a podcast and you're like, okay, rapid fire questions. You're ready. And you're like, I guess, (laughs) fuck. I don't know. Okay. First I had to start with a story because a couple of episodes ago, you started with the, um, farting on zoom farting. Yeah. So I figured we can start every episode with embarrassing (laughs) Uh, confessions. So this morning, last night, okay, this morning I'm going to the bathroom and I hear this like sound coming out of my vagina. And I was like, wow. what is this? I keep like pushing and I'm like, what is this? Queef? Stick my finger up there. I have my period cup in, right? So mm-hmm. this is where it gets fucking whack. Two days ago, we had sex. It was the middle of my cycle. No, ble- but for whatever reason, I started bleeding like right after. And I was like, that's weird. So I didn't, I knew I wasn't going to be like full on bleeding, but just to keep blood off of my clothes, I put the cup in. Well, the next day we had sex too, but I don't think I took the cup out. Oh so God. I'm pretty sure that that thing has been up there for three days. And I, oh. so yesterday I was <laughs> yesterday, it was so bizarre. So I was go, like, I went to the bathroom, I came out and I like bent over and I felt all this like fluid coming out of me. And I was like, did I just pee myself? But it didn't feel like I peed myself. And I was like, I went to the bathroom and I was like, why am I all wet? Just things <gasps> like that kept happening all day. Well, I think it's because I like showered and I got water up there and then like the cup was bent and it was like facing the wrong way. So oh all God. day I had this and I was like, what the hell is going on in my body? Like, I'm just having this weird things. And I'm like, I didn't <laughs> feel like I was peeing, but I felt liquid coming out of me like throughout the day. And I'd hear these weird sounds, kind of like queefy sounds. And I was like, what the fuck is my, are like my muscles falling apart in there or something? Oh my God. You broke and your then- vagina. Yeah. And then literally this morning I was like, oh my God, I'm pretty sure that we had sex with that in and got shoved up sideways <gasps> and it's been there for two days. Oh my God. I'm like, <laughs> like, th- like, but also that's real because I know that a lot of people like not a lot, but like it certainly happened where people go to the ER, like, and they have a tampon up there that they forgot yes. about dude, for days. My, my, uh, friend of mine, she said that she had one for like a month. She goes, I kept having this terrible smell. And she's like, I had sex with my husband and we were like, what is this smell? And then she went to the oh. doctor and I had a bit and she had a tampon in there for a month. Oh. And I remember thinking, how does that happen? Like, how can you Wait. not feel it? And then it just happened to me. And I was like, well, there we go. Motherfucker. That's how <laughs> it three happened. days is different than a month. <laughs> I mean, that's different. But I mean, I completely, I like pulled it out and I was like, oh my God, that was, I'm pretty sure that was in there when we had sex. So and that explains what the sounds and like the why liquid was just coming out of me for no reason. Cause I was like, <laughs> it seemed like pee, but I was like, I just peed and I kept right. like bearing down going, I didn't pee, but where did that come from? So oh my God, oh my God. It well, was at like- least you didn't break your vagina. So that would have been <laughs> way worse. It might've been broken, but right. yeah. I'm like, is this, but like, you know what? In your forties, all kinds of weird shit happens. You're like, I guess this is just part of it. No one talks about this perimenopausal fucking thing. <laughs> 
I know. I was like, what is this sound? Why am I leaking? What is oh going God, on oh here? God. Like, well, I'm glad that there was a, an answer because otherwise <laughs> your vagina is broken. Oh my God. And also great no. job in having sex like multiple days in a row. I, I know. Look wow. at me go. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> what are you guys drinking over there? Oh my God. Oh boy. <laughs> well, he's gone now, so it'll be another week, but that oh, was boy. just, I was like, oh my God, was that there? It had to have been there because I don't remember putting yeah. it in after. So yeah. Wow. And that would explain the positioning of it was all fucking sideways. Yeah. I, I, it was so funny because I kind of stick my finger and I go, oh my God, I feel something. And I'm like, <gasps> Jesus. What well, at least it was something that was supposed to be there and not a foreign <laughs> object. <laughs> That's true. Oh my God. Oh my God. So yeah. True. Why? This is why is this life? Yeah. I have another funny story I'll save for next episode. Yes. I remember you said you had something <laughs> and I had to bring this up because it just happened this morning, but I know you got one. Oh my God. So, so we, funny. we have this great um, question today and I just wanted to read it straight to you because I felt like you could riff off of it and no prep time. I get it. Yeah. No prep. It's going to be a good one. It'll be easy. So this is from anonymous. Um, she said she's been going back to our episodes, listening from the beginning about the affairs and where we talk about being honest. And she said, I want to go read that book, Lies, that we mentioned. Mm-hmm, and we mentioned being, oh, yeah, lying. But uh, we mentioned being honest no matter what. So her question is, she's been with the same guy for 16 years since they were 16. Wow. Finally got engaged, but they went through a tough time being together for five years. And when she was 21, they broke up. Long story short, she hooked up with someone and was going through a phase where she had to get that out of her system. So she hooked up with a bunch of people during the little breakup period. Mm -hmm. So they got back together about a year later and he insisted I tell him how many people I slept with. And I didn't think that was important as I know it would have just hurt him. And I wanted to move forward in our relationship. So it's been 10 years since that they've grown so much and our relationship is much better than it used to be when we were young. Now that we're getting married and I'm really excited, but in your episode, you talk about honoring somebody by letting them have all the information. So my question is whether or not you think I need to disclose that information. I definitely would offer it up, but I'm almost worried that he will ask. And I wouldn't want to dismiss the last 10 years by something I did when I was 21. Or she said, I wouldn't offer it up. Um, But just curious on your take from anonymous. So this is really interesting because I do believe in honesty. And then there's another like asterisk with like the numbers conversation. I feel like that's a completely different conversation. So I really, really love this, especially it's in the past could hurt them, could make things weird now. So like, let's, let's get into this. Yeah. I mean this, I love this question and it's very literal. So I would definitely read the book lying by Sam Harris. Cause he actually, um, covers a lot of these like gray areas, which I consider this question to be more of like a gray area. Um, I feel like lies of omission are something that like at the end of the day, like I feel like, I don't know, I guess I'll just start with what I would personally do. And I would personally not disclose that not because of any reason, but because I feel like it doesn't have any impact on the relationship right now. But if it like, it's been 10 years. Right. So I don't know what that time period looks like, but if it was something where I was going through a tough time with my partner, like now, and I slept with someone, I don't know, like a year ago, or when we were on a break or something that really would impact the relationship now, um, I would probably disclose it. But what she's sort of talking about is actually not technically a lie. It's just, not like it would be a lie if he asked her now, right? Like if he asked her now and was like, 
Hey, remember 10 years ago when we had that, when we broke up and, you know, you probably were with people, we're getting married now. And it's really important for me to know, you know, how many people you're with. And just like, I really want an honest, you know, I want to know if that, here's what I would do. Even if that question happened, I would say, and I would say, I'm happy to tell you, but I also want to make sure that you want to know, right? Mm. And also, I want to ask you before I'm happy to share, but I also want to know why it's important to you and how, regardless of my answer, how it's going to affect things moving forward. And I'm happy to tell you, and I, I will be complete, I'll disclose, but I also, I'm, I'm like, why now? Why is this important? And how, like, is it going to have any bearing on sort of where we're at? Because I feel like we're not even those people anymore. So to me, I would, I would definitely share if it was asked and I would also put it back on them. But I personally wouldn't disclose now only because it's when we say it's inclusive, right? We talk about like being honest because it's inclusive. That's more like to me so they can make a decision about what they want to do. I doubt given their trajectory and how long they've been together and the things that they've been, gone through over the last 10 years, a long time mm-hmm. that like her sharing that information would actually affect their life right now. I just don't see that being when we say honesty is inclusive, I mean, like, I want to be able to make my decision. And I just don't think something like that happened 10 years ago that has no bearing on where they are now is worth um, just for the sake of honesty, like just for the sake of disclosure. Um, and it's interesting to me that she, and I'd be interested in your take on this. I'm interested in why she said now that we're getting married, almost like it needs to, like, this is now a serious, more serious relationship. But I think these, you know, I think this question could have been asked a year ago. This question could have been asked five years ago. And I would probably still have the same answer. And I, to me, it's not dependent on the fact that you're getting married or not. So I'm interested in your take. Uh, this is really good. And I'm with you. I personally wouldn't disclose. And I, and I like that you gave kind of that script and putting it back on them. Cause my first question will be like, why do you need to know what you know, why are you asking this? What does it have to do? Like, with I guess the question for her is, is she feeling guilty? Like, is mm-hmm. there a guilt factor? Yeah. You know, that's always a good question to ask yourself is like, is it just because I want to get it off my chest? Mm. And if that's the case, then I probably wouldn't share. Right. Like, but if you're just saying like, oh, I have this thing and it's living inside me. And then like, if I share it with him, like it's off me and it's now it's on him. And I don't yeah. think that's fair to him either. No, I don't think it's fair to him either. I, I, so, you know, it's, it's a great point of letting someone have all the information. If at this point he hasn't been pushing for it, asking the question, needing to know, there's really no point right now to just dump it out and be, you know, be dumping it for the sake of dumping it. And it's such an interesting conversation in general, the numbers conversation. Um, my last, in my marriage, I, before I, got married to my husband. We didn't have the conversation. I feel like we kind of had an don't ask, don't tell policy. I never asked him. I kind of didn't want to know. Um, I felt like I had the answer just based on his history and who he told me he'd been with. And I thought that my number was higher and I didn't want to make him feel bad. I also felt like if I was going to just lie about it, what's the point? So one, they're not really going to know the actual truth, right? So asking, I feel like asking the question almost prompts people to lie and, or if you tell the truth and you know, you're going to get in trouble for it, what it's just a weird, it's just a weird question to ask. And it puts you in a really weird position. And also like, why does it matter? I guess like high level too. Like, I understand maybe she's talking about the fact that like they were broken up. So Mm -hmm. that's why it's relevant. But in general, in relationships, I don't think that it's important to disclose that. 
if yeah. you don't want to, you know what I mean? I'm like, what's the big deal? I guess I just don't right. feel like there's any sort of attachment. There's no like moral attachment to, mm-hmm. I mean, I'd almost rather the person I'm with have fucked, you know, a hundred some people because then I'm yeah. like, all right, at least you might be good at this. I don't know. Like to me, that's, that's <laughs> less of a red flag than one person right. or two people, you know, like I don't be your third. Well, it's interesting because my very first boyfriend, it was both of our first. And then my second guy, he was 20 years older than me. Mm. So I had to assume that he had been with people for 20 fucking years. Right. So I think that was the first time where I kind of didn't want to know because one at that point, I'm like, can he even keep track after 20 years? You know, he could have been with hundreds and would I want to know the answer if I was like, you're my second. And he's like, yeah, I've slept with 140 women. Like <laughs> you probably like, feel self-conscious. Yeah, yeah. You feel self-conscious. So I was thinking, I don't really want to know that. I don't know if he'd even keep track. And also it might be kind of weird even to ask the go to say, so have you been writing, you know, these numbers down for the last two decades? Right. So, and some people don't know the answer. They're like, I don't know, maybe 20, maybe 50. Some people are like four, I can name them, you right. know, by name and that these are who they are. And ultimately it's like, what's the commitment between you two at this moment? Yeah. And people do change. You know, you could have someone who literally is even say, says that they're polyamorous and is in multiple relationships and then suddenly becomes monogamous. So I really think that the number doesn't really matter. I like what you said about asking why is this relevant now? And why isn't relevant? Why is it relevant at any point? I can, the only time I could see that it's relevant is if we are first dating and maybe you might ask, have you slept with anyone in the last 30 days? Maybe you haven't slept with them right. yet, right? Like you're about to become yeah. intimate. You're like, Hey, have you slept with anyone in the last 30 days? And have you been tested? Right. That's the only time I think it's relevant. And the tested question is really more important than how many people has it been. It's like, have totally. you been tested since you slept with, with someone before we sleep together? And that's really the most important thing you need to know to protect yourself from any potential STDs and that kind of thing. So I don't know. It's, it's definitely a weird question, um, that I think can be important to some people. You know, I follow some interesting accounts online and there was this man who posted something about a woman's body count and how she's in her prime. If she's had, if she's under 25 years old and has had less than like two partners. And I was like, okay, gross. So, I mean, no offense to anyone who falls in that category, but like, why is a man saying that? No, Right. Right. That's really the point is him saying like putting these parameters on her but the the truth of the matter is you could be under 25 slept with 300 dudes and still tell the guy you only slept with two and they're gonna fucking believe you because they don't know the truth so to me there's also this point of we can still fucking lie about it just to quote get what we want or to have someone think we are not as experienced as we are but why Like, why do we even need to know? Like, why put someone in the position where they have to lie? Why put someone in the position where they have to feel like they have to adjust the numbers? Just let's not talk about that. And let's just ask the question of, have you been tested? Are you safe? Like, can we do this and be adults? Totally. Because at this point, I think, I don't know, it's intrusive questions and it's not relevant to the long-term relationship. Yeah. I think that's the key is that it's not, it's really not relevant. And, you know, even if it was more recent than 10 years, it's also just like, and I, I always love the question about like, just the one more, the one more back and forth. How many people have you been with? I'm happy to tell you, but I just want to make sure that you want to know, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I think that's like a good, like quick check, like, Hey, like, I'm happy to tell you, I want to be as uh, transparent as I possibly can. And I don't want to lie, but also I want to make sure that you really want to know. And Mm -hmm you know, I guess my question would be, 
you know, is there something I could say that would change how you feel about me? I think there's some, that's like a valid question too. And you can still, again, like ask all those qualifiers and then still tell them the truth, you know, but to your point, I mean, it's so easy to lie for, for that. But I think, you know, I, I think there's something really, I don't know, that is confidence inducing. So let's say you have slept with a lot of people and you may feel a little, uh, some kind of way about disclosing that to me, if someone is honest and it is a high number, I trust them more actually. Mm-hmm. Cause I'm like, you could have easily lied, right? You could have easily, you know, tried to save face or told me what you think I wanted to hear or whatever you like, you literally went against the pitch. You told me something that was maybe scary or vulnerable for you. And I actually trust you more as a result of that. So, yeah. you know, I think for this specific instance, I love this question and it's a very like sort of literal imp- like interpretation of what we talked about before about full disclosure and whatever. But I think you can, Unless he asks you directly, I personally would not bring it up. I just feel like there's no value there. Well, I I think back to the affairs episodes that she's listening to and referring to. We even had those conversations with our ex-husbands where we wanted to know all the details. And then I remember, I think you said with Jade, he was like, do you really want to know? Yeah. And it's like, and I said, "Mm, no, no, I actually said, he goes, I will tell you, but I really want to make sure you want to know. And I said, actually, I don't want to know. Yeah. I think sometimes we have this, like, I need to know, I need to know, but if that is going to ruminate in your brain and kind of just ruin what you have, sometimes it's best not to know all the details. Sometimes we don't need to know those things. And I also want to just say this um, to you that maybe in your brain, what you're feeling guilt over as a high number is not a high number to someone else, right? That's also very subjective. Like for someone, six might be a high number and another person 55 is a high number. And for another person, 200 is a, you know, it's like, where is the, even the, the high number start or end. So what you might feel is something really big. They might be like, Oh, okay. No big deal. So again, there's also a story that you're creating about what that could mean. And that's why I like Jill's answer is just putting it back on them of, could this change anything? Would this change anything? Why do you need to know right now? Why is this important? And there are certain things I think are important to disclose uh, before you get married, like financial situation. You know, are you in, you know, $60,000 of debt or something like that? That's important to share because that becomes part of them, but your past history, your sexual number, that's not really relevant moving forward. Personally, I don't believe so. Yes. Give all the information, all the information that's relevant to getting married. Um, you know, maybe if you committed a crime and you have a felony and you changed your name, I don't know, that might be relevant. There's certain things that are probably more relevant than others, but one of them I don't think is your number, especially if you've been with someone for a decade. Right. And I mean, now it's coming up. Yeah. And both of you guys are, you know, STD free, or you've had that conversation. Mm -hmm. Like to me, I'm just like, cool. You guys have been together for 10 years. You are different people to your point. You've been, you're different people than you were 10 years ago. And I feel like it has no bearing on right now. And I think don't let the the idea that like now we're getting married mean that like you have to get everything that you've ever done, you know, years prior and disclose all of that. But to Danny's point, anything that's going to impact you moving forward in the relationship or impact the, the marriage itself, then yeah, that probably needs to be disclosed as well. So this is a good one. I think this is one of those things where it's a little bit of a gray area. And I, I forget what like how Sam Harris, he's the author of Lying, I forget sort of like what his take would be on this. So maybe, you know, for those of you who go and listen to the book, I listened to it. It was great. It's like an hour. It's not long. It's a pretty small book. Um, I'd be interested in your take. Hit us back. Let us know what maybe takeaways. But that book was really, like, really impactful for me to see that things like white lies, white lies to make sure you don't hurt somebody in general are not 
okay. And it really just gave me a better, like personally, it just gave me a better sort of honor code around telling the truth and being transparent. Uh, but there's a lot of these kind of things that come up. So I really appreciate this question and congratulations on getting married. Yeah. And uh, you know what? Whatever you decide will be fine. I'm sure it will be. I'm sure you guys are in a very loving relationship and you guys are two totally different people than you were 10 years ago. There's no way that's not possible. Um, and so either way, I'm sure it will be, it'll be great moving forward. I love it. Well, thanks for the question. And if y'all have questions like this, just want our take on something. These are really fun for us to answer and just kind of go back and forth on just because I'm curious about what Jill has to say. I think it's a fun conversation and yeah. uh, hit us up on you. You can either post in the Facebook group, but if you want to be anonymous, you can DM us at the best life podcast on Instagram. That's where we got this question and we'll see you on the next episode. All right. Bye guys. Bye.